0: Welcome to the podcast that teaches you how to transform your life and your business. Here is your host, Rick Hyland, and this is CI for Life. Hey, hello. Welcome to another CI for Life podcast. It's Rick Hyland. Grateful that you're with me lately. We've been talking a lot about how to scale businesses and and uh, help entrepreneurs, small business owners, sales leaders uh, scale and grow. So that's today's topic. I had a great coaching week and I wanted to share some of the lessons learned. I put it together in a podcast called Nine Sales Tips to Close More Deals and based on some learnings from the coaching calls this week. So I thought I'd share that with you. But first, a note about our sponsorship today. By the way, we do have some uh, both gold level and diamond level partnerships available to go on the podcast. You could be mid roll, front roll or back roll. We're getting about six to seven thousand downloads a week. So if you're interested in being a partner, I'll put the details um, on my social media and also in the show notes for this podcast uh, or just DM me and contact me and uh, happy to tell you more. So um, today's is sponsored by Dr. Auni A-N-I. She is a pharmacist and a nutrigenomics specialist. She helps people with their health and fitness, and it's called precision medicine. And a few months ago, I actually uh, went through um, one of her services is to give you a, a test about your own genes and um, your strengths and weaknesses relative to health and fitness, which I love. this. Today, that's the way of the world, isn't it? Precision medicine tailored to you and your genes and your makeup versus just generic recommendations. And of course it gave me all sorts of, it was a simple spit test and it gave me some really recommendations, bottom line on uh, the type of vitamins and supplements I should take. And she actually has um, high quality ones to deliver for you um, if you choose to buy some of the recommendations. But I'll give you just some fun, there's different sections. It's a very detailed report that you get a few, and then she coaches you on what to do with it. But just to give you a sample, before I get to the actual, you should do this multivitamin, you should do vitamin D, vitamin B. There was a few things that I was deficient on, but here's some fun things. This one's under exercise, physiology, fitness, and injury risk. It just said so cool. Things like, you have an elevated risk for Achilles tendon injury. Random. Um, Didn't know that. Never had a problem with that, but I will for sure watch that. Under pain. You have an enhanced pain tolerance and therefore tend to experience less pain. Wow, that's pretty cool. Maybe that's why I can continue to exercise in my 60s here. Um, Your endurance potential is typical, but on the strength side, your genetic advantage is in power sports. So that's interesting. I don't know if I should shift what I'm doing from endurance to more power sports, but um, this is a fun one. You have a high preference for sugar. Duh. No wonder uh, one of my key success factors is to reduce carb and sugar intake. And it's really helped on uh, my um, running and biking and general weight loss um, and just other fun stuff uh, about weight management and body composition. Lots of different sections here, but bottom line, it tells you all the cool things, precision medicine, the vitamins you should be taking. So anyhow, if you're interested in that, contact Dr. Aune, um her Gmail is, I'll put it in the show notes, but it's rxhealthcoaching at gmail.com. Learn more about your nutrigenomics contact, rxhealthcoaching@gmail.com. That's Dr. Oni, A-N-I. Fantastic resource. And you can see her all over Instagram and LinkedIn as well. If you want to see if some of the things that she's talking about for better health and fitness, love the idea of precision health. Anyhow, thanks, Dr. Oni. So on to the topic of this week, nine sales tips to help you close more deals. Number one, I'm going to call it test and try. If you're in a new startup phase or at least need new um, revenue sources, it's always good to offer a test or try. For example, a seven-day trial, particularly if you're a subscription service, um, you'll notice that most of the very successful ones are offering a three, seven-day trial. So if it's a complex sale that you need to taste, try on or whatever, a seven-day trial really works. And I encourage you to think about that Um, and then just turn it right over. They have to make the decision to close it out or to stop it. Of course, you're open and transparent to let them know the subscription starts on such and such a date, but please try it for seven days. Some people actually offer a 30-day trial. I'm I'm recommending for most products, a seven-day trial so that you can get people to test and try your products, particularly if it's complex or, it's something they need to hear or touch or feel. Um, so that's number one. Number two is what happens if you're the highest price product or service in your category? What do you do about that? Do you throw up your hands and say, well, my product is 33% more, therefore I keep losing on price and no wonder? Or do you have a price objection strategy? And I'm going to talk about a proactive one and a reactive one. Reactive, of course, is you want to keep them talking. You want to keep asking open questions about why that's a concern, um, if it was the same price, if, yeah, if, you, if you knew that this product actually lasted twice as long and you've looked at the lifetime. So just keep them talking and, and keep understanding the pain point and why this is such a big deal. But maybe more importantly is a proactive price objection. And I'm not saying, I know you're going to have a price objection. I'm saying anticipate it. So throw out the benefits, ROI, uh, lifetime success of your product and anticipation of that price objection. And you don't even have to mention your competitor's name. You don't have to mention they're going to bring up a price objection. You just seed the discussion with ROI and benefits and value. And did you know that this product doesn't mold? Did this product last 15 years longer? This product in the long run is cheaper? You know, selling the benefits before you even get to the price objection. And so then if they, when they bring it up, and they will, um, nine times out of 10, you're ready, you're prepared, and you can go over some of your case studies, success stories, lifetime value of your product because you've seeded it. And that doesn't mean they won't bring it up. That just means you've prepared them. You can remind them that this product lasts 15 years longer. So if you look at the whole lifestyle of the product, it's actually cheaper per, per square foot per year, whatever it might be. But really important to anticipate, be prepared for, and already seed ROI value and benefits in a big, strong way, particularly if your price is more. Don't throw up your hands. If it is is to be, it's up to you. Don't just say, well, my price is, therefore, be a better salesperson than that. Anticipate it. Talk about ROI. Do some Google research if it's not ready. Buy some industry research. Find out. Get data. Not just qualitative content, but quantitative data to overcome price objections. Really important part. Research the heck out of that so you can reduce and win more deals when price is an issue. Um, The third idea I have for you is called proposal ownership. What a great idea it is when you're building a proposal in front of and with a client. It's either at the end of the first call or your second call with them and your, um, the action item is to build a proposal, ask to spend time with one of the key check signers and build it with them. What's some of the value benefits? What's some of the things that you really need? What And then you can talk about price at the end or after, But you, and use their words, not your buzzwords That's that's local to your company and your client and your industry. Use their words in the proposal as they say it to you. Even if it might be you might have something <laughs> more cliche or more use, use their words in the proposal. And therefore, um, it comes up as more tailored, more unique, and um, there's more ownership for it. So at some point in there, use their words as you've asked some questions that you built. Would this work at your company? How would this work? What would be the benefits? Use all their terminology and words in the proposal. So it looks and feels like them versus your buzzwords that you love to use in your company. Okay, that's idea number three. Idea number four, what could mission, vision, and values possibly help in the sales process? Why is that so important? In the clients that I work with, one of the first things that I do is in our strategic growth document, we build a plan around and articulate in a sharp sense and clear sense and a concise sense if they haven't already. If they have, it's a real quick exercise, but What's your mission, vision, and values? What's your purpose, vision, and values? And um, why is this important in sales? Well, in your sales copy, any ads you run, or in your sales pitch, please, please, please include purpose, vision, and values. There is some strong research uh, being done by McKenzie and others on value-based selling or purpose-based selling is way more successful than just selling product or service, Yes, you always want to sell benefits as we just talked about under price, but also sell values, sell purpose. Why is this so important? How is this going to help the world, help your client? Um, And when you come from it from a sense of purpose and values, that's so attractive to clients. That's so appealing to clients when they want to be part of a bigger cause to change the world. Or you know, one of my clients is using less petroleum in their denim products. You know, that's attractive. It's a global cause and purpose that even though their price point might be a slightly higher, that because they serve a higher purpose in the world, people are very interested in uh, buying from them. So use your mission, vision, and values in your sales copy, in your advertising, and in your pitch. And in, that should come out of your mouth every time you talk to your clients. Why this is so important? Why? What's the cause? What's the noble cause this is helping? besides just the product that you're offering. Okay. Uh, number five is a real simple one. And that is, and some clients aren't, aren't struggling with this. Some are, but I'll share it. Anyhow, have a continuous lead generation system and have more than one lever working at a time. Don't just have word of mouth or a social media site or a website and expect that to sell Have a multi-prong lead generation strategy and have it warming And you being developed continuously. Not just when you need it, not just when you wake up and say, oh, we need more business. Have a continuous system of lead generation and have three or four pillars. And with that, have a marketing budget. Oh, my cash is tight right now. We're heading into recession. I know. But use the lead generation system that's going to work for you if you're a business or B. B2B, I would suggest LinkedIn is a better source. You know, if you're doing consumer products, then maybe Instagram and Facebook. But use the right source. Use it continuously. Build it with trust and war- build it with warmth. But have it have a marketing budget. That should be one of the last things you cut. And make sure you're getting an ROI from each lead, lead generation source or stop it and add another one. But have it continue. Have a budget and working always because, you know, Nine times out of 10, if you're doing lead gen right, if you're doing paid ads right, for example, you're getting an ROI immediately in 60 days from it, if not sooner, if you're doing it right. And the key is you've got to be doing it right. But have a budget, have it working continuously. Uh, number six, excellent work leads to more work. <laughs> you know, uh, another way to say that we used to say in my consulting business, excellent work makes us all marketing geniuses meaning I had a client this week that uh, provides IT uh, solutions for pharmacies and it's a, a tremendous service. Um, I'll be, uh, they'll be sponsoring a future podcast but trem- and they did excellent work. And all of a sudden these small pharmacies find, you know what, I could really use help and they were doing security, but then they needed uh, control de- or, uh, desk support. Then they needed applying for government credit support. They need- all of a sudden they found four work streams out of a satisfied client. Talk about the lifetime value of a client, much more than just your original deal, much more than just the original subscription. If you do great work, it will lead to more work. You know, um, I quoted my book on page, I think it's 36. Taylor Landis does a really nice piece of research. This is uh, from my book, The Truth About Being a Rainmaker, Seven Principles for Sales Excellence on page 36. Taylor Landis uh, did a piece of research saying increasing client Customer retention by 5% can increase profits from 25 to 95%. The success rate of selling to a customer you already have is 60 to 70%, while the success rate of selling to a new customer is 5 to 20%. Isn't that interesting? Take care of the leads you have, and they will provide more work, more work streams, also references, referrals, all sorts of things. The value of one satisfied client is huge. So make sure and take care of that. Uh, Number seven, um, I always talk about this, value-added follow-up. We all, even the best salespeople, don't close always after the first deal, right? Or even the second deal. So how do I stay connected? And in my book, I, I highlight my top 10 favorite ways to keep connected, but the principles are these. Be patient, stay connected, Always add value. Every text, every email follow-up that you send should be a value add. Hey, I just uh, a recent customer just gave me this quote, thought you'd find it interesting. And you either ask for another meeting or sometimes it's just the value add. Or hey, here's a short video about one of the issues we talked about on our call about handling sales objections. Thought you'd be interested in it. Hey, when's a good time to connect again? Always value added follow-up. Always, I had that happen to myself this week where I was just staying connected with an individual, kept adding value, kept sharing him a a weekly tracking report, the latest copy that I knew that he was interested in. And all of a sudden out of the blue, I got a call from him say, hey, I've had a discussion with my um, leadership team and we're ready to go. So value added follow-up work never assume they're too busy uh, is a great way. And and, um, never just ping, never just ping, hey, you ready for the next meeting? That's just bugging. Always add value, always find, be creative. This is where the creative juices comes up. Always finding something that they might be interested in, either their personal hobbies or interests or sports teams or work value value follow-up. Number eight, this is a simple one, but sometimes we can fall into the trap. Well, uh, you know, I'm dealing with high net worth, high successful people. And um, if they were really interested, they'd come back to me. Nope oh, I don't want to come off too salesy. If you really believe in what you're doing, noble cause, um, and don't assume that um, people people are busy. People got high priorities. And um, don't assume that that doesn't mean that they're not interested. Do value-added follow-up. That's part of what they expect salespeople to do. That's part of if you really believe in what you're doing, I can't afford not to follow up with them. This is going to bless their lives, personal, business, whatever, in such a way. I got to follow up with them. They need this. I know they do, from our discussion. And a lot of times they're assuming, "Hey, I'm busy." You know that was really cool, um, but they don't think of it again until you do your value-added follow-up. So, don't assume they're too busy or they're not interested. You do your value-added follow-up always. Um, and then the final one, and this actually happened in a career coaching uh, with an individual but this is just as good for scaling and growing your business Um, I I wish I knew who made this quote it's not mine but I really like it Um, it's not about finding yourself it's about making yourself so you can say that whether you're going to generate trying to figure out your career or you're trying to be a better rainmaker it's not about finding yourself it's about making yourself You don't have, oh, I don't have the relationship skills that Joe does, or I don't have the closing skills that Sally does. Then learn it. Warren Buffett had to learn it. Tiger Woods had a coach. You know, everybody might have had some aptitude for it, or they watched their father, parent, what mentor, but everybody has coaching. Everybody can learn the skill. Everybody can find out and create a better future. It's not about finding yourself. It's about making yourself. Continually asking in enhancing your skill set, right? Principle number six in the book of seven principles of sales ex- excellence continually improving, innovating your product, yourself, continually working on your skill set. What a great way to end this uh, particular podcast about uh, nine sales tips to close more deals. There you have it. You can learn new skills to be a rainmaker always, but you got to have the mindset that this is a value-added product. This is going to bless their lives. I'm going to follow up. Yes, there might be price objections. I'm going to anticipate it. I'm going to stress. I'm going to research it. I'm going to stress the value of it. I'm going to stress the ROI with it. I'm going to stress the lifetime value of my product. And I'm going to be there and close more deals. Anyhow, happy sales. Looking forward to uh, hearing back from you on any feedback. Thanks for liking and sharing this and passing it on if it was valuable to you. Again, give Dr. Aoni a call um, if you need some precision medicine and a report really tailored to your, uh, for your health uh, for the future. Whether you're 20 years old, 40 years old, or 60 years old, it's an awesome product. So that's me, Rick Highland. This is CI for Life, Continuous Improvement for Life, and I am the sales rainmaker. Have a great week. Cheers. Bye.